Hi, this is Juan from ESL RPG. Please listen to the end for information about how you can support and grow this podcast. Welcome to ESL RPG. This time, our heroes do a lot of talking and find some interesting drawings that make Bob squeal. What does Erwin want to do? Erwin's going to ask this golem for help. Help us get through this cave. When you ask for help, it points, it points at the rocks that was clearing. Okay. <laughs> um, if that's all Erwin's doing, Bob's going in and he's going to walk up to the shaman, poke him with his foot. Hey, you speak common? Regardless, he's up because he has nine hit points now. Well, he does not speak common, but in his rantings, you you do pick up a couple of words that that are the same languages, such as treasure, book, dragon. Okay. Okay. I want to try and persuade the uh, golem to keep clearing the rocks. He comes towards you and reaches out to your shoulder. You can tell he's not trying to hurt you, but he's trying to direct you somewhere. Okay. I don't resist. He takes you over to the rocks, and you can see that there is a path on the other side. You can also see that there's enough clearing for the the group to get through. Bob may have to take it slowly and kind of weasel his way through the opening, but there is a big enough opening for even Bob to, uh, to, to go through and get to the, path, the next path. Okay. Hey, guys, there's a path here. We, I think we should go through it. Bob, you may, you may want to crawl on your uh, knees and hands. Well, okay, before that, we've got uh, seven people maybe dying here that um, they were not nice to us, but it's possible for us to be nice to... Seriously, Erwin... Are you stupid? They're not people. They're vermin. Let them die. I'm not listening to you. Erwin, I know it's a spell for clerics. Comprehend languages. Do you have it? Yes, I have one called tongues, where one creature can understand everything and speak everything. Good. Maybe you do that, because we need to talk to them. Actually, that would make it faster. Why don't you do that on the shaman? And Bob is talking with his hands, too. Or, I have an idea. I can cast it on you, and you can speak to everyone. Don't cast it on Bob. He's too soft-hearted. Cast it on me. (laughs) All right. Half a second here. Bob, again, using his hands, points. She, wiggly fingers, spell. Pointing to shaman. You. And pointing back to shaman. You. Talky hands, talk, big circles, everybody, thumbs up, okay? The goblin looks at you, starts raising his voice, and you get the impression he's calling you something similar to a stupid buffoon. <laughs> All right, everyone, go ahead and do that. I, I, okay. I, I like him. <laughs> everyone cast tongues on this goblin that's trying to speak to us. Well, right in the middle of his ranting, Bob, something you can understand. He isn't definitely calling you a stupid fool. Acting like he doesn't understand what, uh, he doesn't know what magic is, blah, 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 blah. 
Yes, but the whole point was I was saying that she do the magic so you can talk with us. You see? Bob, shut your pie hole. Okay, goblin, listen to me clearly. What are you and your vermin doing here? So, yeah, either way, Bob is racing to the next one to try to stabilize. And a four definitely does not stabilize. If they have ten health and they go, like, to minus ten health, they die automatically, right? Yes, in that case, they are, most of them automatically die except for Shaman. Because they only have, most of them only have seven hit points. Damn. Okay. So I want to do an intimidation check on the shaman to get him to, you know, spill the beans on what they're doing. And now that they can understand what we're saying. Meanwhile, Bob is desperately trying. Live, dang you, live! It's not going to work, but still. Yeah, definitely not with natural one. No, one, one. They died in the afterlife. (laughs) All right, go for it. 20 total, not a natural 20. Yeah, it works to keep... He looks a little bit shaky, but he tells you, we were just hired to get a damn uh, book from this place. We were worried about some dragon, but not about, not just you guys. We were worried about you guys for years, so you guys caught us off, off guard. Okay, and who wa- who warned you about the dragon? Who are you working for? Some creepy bigfoot with wings and horns. All right, next one. Live! Um, Bob eventually realizes that the rest are just dead. All right, uh, Mr. Goblin Shaman fella, uh, I'm very sorry about this, but uh, to my credit, you tried to kill me. Um, he looks rose as that. They were a bunch of hired thugs, anyways. I didn't know idea. Oh, well, that's nice. Okay, so before we let the goblin live, or before I slit his throat, whatever, I want to take all its stuff. Well, he had a very nice quarter staff. Again, magical. The headdress, his headdress you can probably sell for a couple of gold. Uh, past that, with some basic tools and weapons. Yeah, I don't need right. that. Just the magical stuff. So, magical quarter staff. Do I know which kind of quarter staff, or is it sort? At the moment, you can tell it's magical, but you don't know what it does. Okay, and a headdress which I can sell for a couple of gold. All right. Thank you, Mr. Immortal Goblin Shaman person. <laughs> uh, enjoy your return back with none of the hired goons that you came with. Oh, uh, is that big stone guy just going to stand there? No, he's... I'm going to take him home with me. All right, fair enough. Bye. Have a good holiday. Let's go through the tiny, tiny hole. Simply remove most of the rocks and of this. They're not overly huge boulders. Okay. Yeah, just throw it onto the ash piles. We While we were moving the boulders, we're also resting. So whoever's hurt can get back to health. Plus six. Plus six. So 26. Regardless, you're at full health. Yeah. All right. The D12. One. I got it. <laughs> I only need one. Of course, this is the one he rolls high on. All right, he's back to full. Mark how many used. And how many used? How many what? Because when you take a long rest, you get half your hit dice back. It says used. How many I used? I used one. So what you does that mean? one, so you write one. I write one. That's it. Done. Okay. Okay. Now, where were we? <laughs> I have no The golem just walked away right now? Yeah, with, with the, the shaman. shaman. Yeah, and we have the... Uh, 
um, tunnel to go through. All right. So I, I think Bob should roll to get like damage to his head because it's really narrow. <laughs> as long as Bob is a big stupid, he'll make it through just fine. Okay, so Bob's actually going to uh, move rocks before he goes through. Yeah, but let's say we did that during the resting. Eh. Anyways, so we go through the rock tunnel thing, and... You guys are looking down at... We're looking at the water, the water's coming up from the underground springs, so you found the, you found the start of the, of the stream. Wait, really? Yeah. Because we went to the east area that did no. not have a spring. Yeah, we were going to the east, and we we're going to come back, and then go north yeah. across the spring. The spring. So now, now the room that you're in is you can go back west where you came, or you can head north. And if you head north, you, you'll be looking down a a steep, like a steep staircase, a natural forming staircase. And down the staircase and across that cavern, you can make, definitely make out the sounds of, of, of water coming, moving. I'm very confused. Yeah, so we went, we went back, and then we followed the river north, and we found a spring. But wait, but we were in the east room, following the rock tunnel that they were trying to dig out. And they were, we were, we were finished with that, right? Well, we've not gone down the east tunnel there. How we finished it? What are we doing in the east tunnel? Yeah, but maybe the river is connected to the ground. If I'm reading this right, we are in number three. You are in number eight right now. What, really? Okay. Oh, number eight after going through number three. Uh, anyway. Should we check? Can I investigate num- uh, that area? Absolutely. Okay. Investigation uh, ten. I'm not the one doing it. Uh, you're not constructed on the road, you find it. This, is actually, this actually would be, if you don't, you should be right, if you don't make it out of the chains tonight, this room would be a great place to hold up shop, because you know, it's got a fire pit, natural, natural chimney, so you could start a fire, cook, and everything, and not kill yourself, because it's smoking pollution. Sounds like a long rest to me. Why don't we, um, because we've, so we got a little bit of time, just explore just in case there's any non-combat stuff. Continue to explore. I mean, you, you do find where it looks like some other explorers set up shop in one of the corners here. Just the southern edge of the room. You see, you see capping gear, like well-maintained capping gear. And what you, what you expect to find with a group of humans or like cheap young humans is looking I want to check if the room is safe to stay for a long rest. Bob is trying. Absolutely. Um, you get the impression though you're gonna wanna. You get the impression that those rocks were the, 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 the uh, stairway down. The stairway number seven was the rocks were put there to block anything from coming up. So essentially, making it there's making sure there's only one way in and out of the room. Bob is going to do a different sort of check. He's going to do a check of, huh, young kids. Do we have to worry about another portal to hell? No, no. It looks like these kids were, from what you can gather from their equipment, these kids obviously use this as a way to get away. But you see art supplies. You see, you see a rough drawing for. Um, for a, a wedding. Uh, you see a couple of ring designs, a dress design, and you get the impression these kids are honestly just 
artists and craftsmen who come here to try to get away and, and have us have a space dedicated to their crafts. Hold on a sec, let me back up there. Did you say wedding? <laughs> you don't you can't tell when this wedding is or will happen. You just in one of the in one of the piles of gear you see sketches for wing, rings and uh, dresses. Bob is very excited because he loves weddings. <coughs> He's going to continue looking for the people who might possibly have started planning a wedding in this cave, because that is just very exciting to him. These sketches, are they, like, on paper? Like, Yeah. I want to burn them. I'm going to leave this to Erwin and Dreg, because Bob is just very excited, going off learning who is planning a wedding here. Corrigan, no fire. So, hey... Is Bob looking for the rest of the stuff? Bob is skipping the rest of the stuff, looking for the people who are planning a wedding here, because, oh my god, it's a wedding, and I'm so excited! And Drake is looking for fires. Okay, I want to look through the rest of the stuff, because no one else is. What you do find, though, is a couple couple of cornucopias. There's a layer of dust on them, but when you open them up, you find that there's fresh food in there. You don't know how it's been sitting here, but that food is absolutely fresh. I have one question. What is a cornucopia? It's a horn. It's a kind of basket made in a horn shape that's full of food. Okay. Hey, everyone, there's food in here. Fresh food. Yeah, they've been playing the wedding. I want to find out who, because I want to know who the bride is. I'm just so excited. There is a fireplace there, right? Like, is the fire lit? No. Uh, is, has it been lit recently? Like, is there still, like, warm embers there? Uh, let's say it's been about a, a month since somebody has lit the fire pit. It has been a while since someone has been here, according to the fire pit. Whoever- I am very disappointed. There was a wedding being planned and it did not happen. We must find out who was planning this wedding so we can make sure it happens. And we have to finish the wedding. Finish the wedding! I'm traveling with a bunch of morons. <laughs> to be fair, Alton abandoned the party, and Shagrat's not here to provide his expert advice. And Erwin is being managed by Greg's player, so. We should finish the wedding! So Erwin agrees! It's three to one! Let's continue and see if we can find the people who. Anyways, okay, yeah, that's, um, we're going to maybe return back to this room if, um, things end up boring, but in the meantime, continuing? If you're finishing out these stuff, you do find kind of a calendar book almost, and uh, there's a group of people come up here once a month just to get away, so they won't be coming back up here within a few days. Can I put a trap here? Do they have traps? Like, like set up trap or something? Yes, setting trap traps is a skill using thieves tools. So Erwin can translate the book. Well, I don't think Erwin has to translate the book. I think Erwin just has to read the book to the people who don't understand common language written. Okay, so Erwin tells the written stuff to everybody. So everybody's gonna come back in the next couple of days? Yes. Oh my god, let's go t- let's go find this dragon and let's let's come back here and let's pelt with the wedding! I put a trap on the uh horn with food on it. <laughs> I agree, we should plan the wedding. 
We should try this food. Go ahead and try it. Okay. A roll a 16 plus what skill is that? Thieves tools. Thieves tools plus 5. 21. Okay. Trap is set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone will come for the cornucopia and try to take the reward. Anyways, any other rooms that Bob is going through to look for dragons and or other things? Well, yeah, the rest of the caves complex we go through. So we, we, we came to this this rest area. Now we have the re- the we have Ooh. a continuation area we can go to. We can so we can either stay here or we can continue. Yeah, and we knew and we know from this map that came from God that if we go to area number seven, that connects back up to area number four. From God, you can speak to God. I didn't speak to God. Okay, so we uh, eight. So we go north. There's like steps there, and then there's like a. Like underground lake? Yeah. Part of the river? A pair of underground lakes with a area to the south of those two lakes. And that's where we go to next, looking for dragons and other stuff. And I believe there's a bridge at area five going to number six. So yeah, if there's nothing in number seven, that's where we go after. Okay, so uh, area seven. Vince, you see that? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we go... I go to area 7, and I want to check there for anything interesting. Roll perception. Okay. Bob 2. Uh, 19 plus 3, 22. Bob's got a natural 20. So perception. I got 13 and 10. Alright. So as you guys are going, going, you hear, definitely your voices on a strange language, nothing you have ever heard. Oh. Erwin, you should have cast your spell. Erwin, you should have cast your spell on me, then I would have been able to understand what they're saying. Sorry, I'm out of those spells. Where do the voices come from? So, if you're at the top of the stairs, they're coming from the left, like right where the number seven is on the map. Okay. Can we see without being detected? Roll a stage. Stealth. Snake. Roll a snake. Stealth. Stealth check. Oh, oh, one. A wonderful, wonderful rogue. And a... Natural <laughs> 20 for Bob! 21 for Drag and 14 for Erwin. Erwin's rolling at a disadvantage because she's got chainmail. Uh, Dave, roll a 20 for, for Bob and tell me the number. No bonuses added. It's a five. All right. You're just quieter than the, than the commander's ears can hear. Just barely. Um, okay, so the 20 and the 21. You're moving really quiet enough to not be noticed. Although everybody else, not so much. Oh, Bob's not being noticed. And Dreg. But Bob, as you get around that corner, well, who got the 21? Dreg. So as Bob and Dreg are around the corner, they're going to peek their heads out. You definitely, you see one of them perk up and look in your direction. They don't see you, but they definitely, you can tell they definitely heard something. Yes, but what heard something? Oh, yes, you might know that. Uh, page 263 of the Monster Manual. So, Fish people, Sahagan. So here's the question. It's, it's what, midnight there? Lost midnight? One. One a.m. This, this is a good place to stop if you guys want to call it. Call it. Yeah, that's fine. Mm. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. That's good. 
So it's going to be a long time until we play this game again, but next time it starts with fish people. Hi, this is Juan from ESL RPG. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting us by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash eslrpg. As a patron, you will get benefits such as updates on the future of the podcast, voting on one-shots, and access to full unedited recordings. Also, for anyone who would like to be a game master, or if you just like role-playing, Please take a look at our friend Matt's Patreon at Milby's Maps. He creates these huge maps for many types of games, like castles, towns, giant turtles, and so on. If you like what you see, go to his website and support him. Last of all, it would be hugely appreciated if you can support this podcast by recommending it to anyone and everyone. If you know people who want to put themselves into a story-making adventure, are studying English, or want some new ideas for their classroom, tell them about us. Every new listener helps. Thanks for all the help, and adios. And now a quick thank you to our patrons. To King Michael. First of his name, exemplar for those who come after, master of eagles, and father of <clears throat> Gamecocks. Thank you. Thank you for listening to ESLRPG. This podcast is recorded at MT English School in Toyama, Japan.